You're listening to Short Inspirations from Ralph. Roots of Righteousness, Part 2. In the last episode, we saw that the origins or the roots or the beginnings of sin and righteousness lay in the willingness or not of a person to live interdependent or independent of God. We are quite capable with this gift of choice that we have to go completely our own way, but at the same time think we're doing God a service. And we saw this in the story of Cain and Abel. But the astonishing thing is that God gave Cain an opportunity to return. And this same pathway is available to every man, woman and child on the face of this earth. All they have to do is turn to him and give up their own ways. Isn't that amazing? Eugene Peterson said, When we sin and mess up our lives, we find that God doesn't go off and leave us. He enters into our trouble and saves us. But we must let him do this. In 1 Corinthians 10.13 it says, in the Passion Translation, we all experience times of testing, which is normal for every human being. But God will be faithful to you. He will screen and filter the severity, the nature and timing of every test or trial you face so that you can bear it. And each test is an opportunity to trust him more. For along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape that will bring you out of it victoriously. So he not only makes a way or an opportunity for us to come back to him, but he actually prepares that way. He sets it up so that you and I can easily come back to him. And of course, there was a parallel story with Cain and Abel. Abel's sacrifice was a blood sacrifice, and Cain's wasn't. And in Hebrews, it says in Hebrews 9.22, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. So even at the beginning of time, way, way back there, there was an arrow pointing all the way to the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, who gave up his life and shed his blood for you and I. So this was the difference between the two sacrifices. It wasn't as though one was nice and one wasn't. In fact, you could argue that the sacrifice that Cain bought might have been nicely arranged and set up and looked nice. And the sacrifice that Abel bought was a messy dead animal that was shedding blood. One was certainly nice to the eye, the other one wasn't. But they were symbols. What of? Of the massive change that occurs in our root system deep down that has to take place in order to attain righteousness. And this word righteousness is interesting because we can't make ourselves righteous. We can't clean ourselves up. We can't redeem ourselves. It has to happen from outside. It has to happen from the hand of God. Abel recognized that his only hope before God 
was in a substitute taking his place and bearing the punishment that he deserved. He believed God would accept this lamb that he's slain as a substitute for himself. And that's the story of the gospel. There's an interesting verse in James where it says, The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. On the surface, it looks as though someone who is a goody-goody can pray. That's not what it means. It means that a person who is made righteous by the hand of God, whose life has been transformed and washed clean by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, can come to him. And those prayers mean something because the vessel has been made clean by the hand of God. A.W. Pink said, There is no way that we by ourselves can generate righteousness. Our righteousness is in Christ. There is no way we can be good. Our goodness is in Christ. There is no way we can be holy. Our holiness is in Christ. God bless you today.